0: Yeah, can you hear me? I feel like I gotta be like, open my microphone. Yeah, I can hear you. I gotta be like, all over here. Can you hear me from right here?
1: Yeah, I can hear you.
0: Okay, so I don't have to like, crunch, kiss my microphone. Please
1: don't, please do not do that. Uh, I, uh, uh, (laughs) know. Ah, yeah, no, we're we're good. This is why you guys do not give video ever, 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 ever. (laughs)
0: So hi there podcasters. Today so Are we actually
1: gonna introduce ourselves this time?
0: I are you actually sober this time?
1: Uh we're not talking about that. And yes oh, no. I am sober.
0: No, I am definitely talking about that. No,
1: we're we're anyway, I am Jace. I'm Jess. She thinks.
0: And we are recording last minute because we tried to record earlier in the week, but Jace found out not to drink a whole bottle of vodka in the first, like, three minutes of recording.
1: (laughs) I'm not even sure three minutes. I I don't really know what happened. I completely blacked out. Completely. Completely. Um, we tried to record. I thought I was doing well.
0: Oh, we Um, recorded something, all right.
1: Um, most of it I don't remember. Um, until my roommates came knocking on my door and wondering why there was a so-called bloody mess in my bathroom.
0: Because, unfortunately, the only thing he had to eat yesterday, day before yesterday, was blackberries.
1: So, if you add vodka, those blackberries... It makes plus, a
0: mess. Plus, just you
1: know, just really, just not thinking straight at all. Then, yeah, that that's why uh, my roommate was wondering why it looked like blood, and I puked everywhere, but the sink, or the toilets, or even in the bathtub. I hit the wall. I hit behind the toilet. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a mess. So, yeah, don't ever, 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 ever blackberries and vodka, or black red vodka, either one. Just say no, kids.
0: Okay, so now we're going to soberly talk about Alien. Um, Cause I yeah, I'm going to leave that one alone. Because I, I, I'm very
1: sober. Why are you very sober?
0: Um... I was drinking earlier and my daughter, my loving, beautiful daughter, kicked the table and my glass of wine went all over the floor. And by the time I fought with DoorDash and finally got dinner and I just didn't have time to pour another glass of wine and just said, eh, whatever. So welcome to the first episode where Jess is not drinking yet. We yeah, might take an we might take an intermission so I can go get something though.
1: Yeah. You know, our infamous you know, the dog had diarrhea or just needs another glass of wine, intermission music that y'all everybody loves. All
0: right. So I just got a message from one of our listeners asked if we could do an episode on horror films that are based on true stories. So maybe we'll fit that in sometime. Yeah, soon.
1: absolutely. Yeah, that's a good one.
0: And when I say one of our listeners, I mean my sister Ashley. Hi, Ashley! Our most devoted listener ever, I promise. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Well, laughs> Why are you silent? just looking at me?
0: <laughs> I don't know, you were just, like, silent, so I was like, what, what are you doing? I was doing? talking
1: to our listeners. I was shaking in with them with the live feed.
0: You were talking to Ashley. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Uh-oh>.
0: oh, <man. laughs> Wait. Y'all How I, I love character? my sisters. Okay. I love my sisters, but Ashley is probably our most devoted listener and I absolutely adore her for it. Alright. Um who's going first? Um Or do we want well, to like, talk
1: about to be ourselves last...
0: more?
1: Oh, right. <laughs>
0: Exactly what everyone comes here to hear is us just, like, talk about ourselves and the pandemic and my move and...
1: Well, how is your move going? I mean, we need another update here.
0: Um, we have reserved the truck. My dad will be here the 27th to help us load it. Our official moving date is on the thirty, either the 29th or the 30th. It all depends on... Andrew's last day of work is the 28th. So it all depends on all that. Dang it! I look down and I see my sister saying, don't let me interrupt. Jess gets sidetracked easily. (laughs) And then Jess responds with, too late. (laughs) I'm putting my phone somewhere else because I am getting way too... All right, y'all. This is the interactive
1: part of our our podcast here. Yeah, join the
0: group and... This is what we will do. We will sit here and talk to you instead of recording, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, we have a group on Facebook now. We got that sorted out so we can be more, you know, interactive and talking. And um, who's going first? <laughs> now I am real track. I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> Good this is, why guys. I, this is why I drink when I do this because at least I have my glass to focus on. What? <laughs> I need a drink I'll be right back and I'm back Finally. I, I am drinking a Sauvignon Blanc from Melboro New Zealand I got it with my Wink subscription it's called Outer Sounds it's got a really pretty like mountain range on the bottle and it kind of tastes like grapefruit and peaches and it's delicious
1: interesting I'll have to try that one, actually. It's really good. Did we figure out who's going first?
0: Did I ever finish telling you about my move and the update? (laughs) Oh
1: my god, really?
0: (laughs) Wait, what? What? (laughs) I feel like we need to start over completely at this point, because I don't even know what's going on anymore. (laughs)
1: We've, um, we need to figure out how to do this, like, a Facebook Live so we we actually have interaction.
0: That, that would that'd be fabulous. That.
1: Do you want to do that? I can do it on my phone.
0: Yeah, we're going to have to do that sometime soon.
1: I meant, do you want to do that now?
0: Oh, no, not now. No. Do you see this hair? I know you guys can't see this hair, but he can see this hair, and it is not... <laughs> Uh Uh-uh. It is not that bad. My headphones are on, holding the mane down, okay? You know how it looks. Like, Peg Bundy, eat your heart out. I've got the red hair that goes poof without the hairspray.
1: Um, there's been some interesting poofs in the past.
0: At least my bangs look semi-decent today.
1: Yeah, I know. I saw you curling them last night. (laughs)
0: I mean, it takes a lot of work to be this good looking.
1: Yes, we actually watch each other's beauty routine sometimes. It's a little weird. It's,
0: it's our daily thing. We just like randomly video each other and it's like, look, I'm washing my face. Washing my face. I can't talk. Wow.
1: We're just sober five minutes ago. I what happened?
0: Sober. I give up. Okay, let's talk about some aliens, y'all.
1: No, we have to finish sentences. We did not even remotely finish that sentence. <laughs> we can't keep jumping. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Move aliens.
0: Up. <laughs> update. Hold on. We're backing up here. Move update. My dad will be here the 27th. We moved the weekend of the 29th or the 30th. And we will be... In Georgia. So get ready for some pretty interesting recordings, guys, because I will either be recording from one of my sister's houses or my dad's. And he is not shy and he will jump on this microphone and it will be insane. Like I might, I might be able to talk my dad into letting us like telling one of his uh, ghost stories because he's like real sensitive and has seen a lot of ghost and paranormal stuff. So I might be able to talk him into telling some stories. And unfortunately, because his brothers are, well, his brothers, he's also been in the middle of a few true crime situations, so. Oh, God. <laughs> we might be able to get my dad on the podcast. Woo! Hashtag make Ricky famous.
1: Oh, my. We're going to editing.
0: No, this is unedited.
1: <laughs> this is, oh, wait, wait. Who said this was unedited?
0: Anyway, we got the move update. The beauty routines, yes, we randomly video chat each other while we brush our teeth, and while we wash our faces, and while we pick out our clothes, and in Jace's case, he watches me curl my bangs, <laughs> and if you're in our group, you have seen the pictures of me with my Mary Kay charcoal mask on. Thank you, Ashley, that thing works wonders.
1: I actually now, have a face mask for myself, so I will be joining in on relatively
0: soon so on to the aliens we're we're going a little different i mean i know normally we uh talk about ghosts and goblins and creatures but we decided to kind of you know go beyond the stars and cover some alien encounters or the history involving aliens um hold on i gotta move my little screen around your faces on top of my notes of the history, according to the History Channel the whole people seeing aliens thing isn't new. Like, it's just not some new age thing that people just started doing. They didn't just make up this all of a sudden somewhere. In an article written by Christopher Klein titled, America's First UFO Sighting, there are written accounts from the Puritans of strange lights among the in the sky and among various strange happenings that they all accounted had to do with those lights. So we're talking Puritan aliens, and from what I understand, Jace's goes even further back than the Puritans. So you want to? When she
1: get, said aliens, I just i i went with the only thing I knew: Egyptians equals aliens.
0: No, you, most, people you do
1: most people don't.
0: Most people don't draw that conclusion. They don't. No, no. I like most people don't go, "Yay, cannibals!" <clears throat> I wonder what seasoning Jeffrey used. Okay. We okay, have...
1: that's just a you think. That's and that's just a unique you. You. I don't know what that is. It's creepy. I try not to think about those things sometimes.
0: <laughs> they keep me awake. But...
1: Ancient Aliens, the show. Ancients equals aliens.
0: Aliens! We hear a guy. Okay, I'm paying attention. Let's go. Tell me about some ancient aliens, Jace.
1: We're <sighs> gonna have to edge of McKee, you see.
0: Edge of anyway. McKee, boss.
1: I will. Anyway, ancient aliens, guys. Forty five hundred years ago, this is where we're going.
0: <laughs> Woo! Time travel. So,
1: so y- y- you guys have seen the show Ancient Aliens, at least everybody else, but us apparently. Um. I've seen it. <laughs> anyway, don't let her lie to you. Um. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, there's a lot of different type of historical things that kind of confuse people nowadays at how they could have made things. Um, one of the biggest things comes to mind is the pyramids. Um, I mean, so when you guys look at movies and, um, different types of shows and stuff like that, um... There's been different theories of, uh, you know, what kind of machines they could have made with what resources they had, but at the end of the day, I mean, can you guys imagine actually hand-lifting those stones to precisely, you know, precisely, you know, how it's aligned with the stars? Um, I don't so, like
0: hand-lifting the stones to put in my garden, so I can't imagine lifting those stones for a pyramid. Those things are, like, huge. Don't lift anything. Don't I lift do! I'm lifting this glass right now.
1: I don't know what's that one. Anyway, as just falls into her glass again, so, let's talk about the Sphinx. The Sphinx. <laughs> so, so, do you do you guys know that the Sphinx actually has a theory that it could actually be um, a covering for the ancient, um, ancient city of Atlantis. So, there's been some theories and been some talk that the ancient aliens had actually lived on Atlantis. That's what they were. were um, that was kind of their base on Earth, to some extent. And so, they're actually trying to dig out different canals in the Sphinx right now to try to, you know, find if there's evidence of any type of civilization that could have been below the area.
0: Well, that's nifty. (laughs) Really? That's nifty? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going somewhere with this. That's nifty. I never really thought of it that way. To me, every time I think of Atlantis, I think of, like, out in the ocean somewhere. Not in the middle of a desert.
1: But think about how the continents uh, moved. So, age. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You see where I'm going with that? The environment constantly changed. So what could have been what you think where the ocean was, that could have been a desert. So thinking about that, it could have been reversed.
0: True. I really never thought of it that way. Huh.
1: Because you have constant, that's the other part of it, you have constant environment changes. Based on what we know of how that happened is, you know, where did that come from? Was it the aliens moving shit around? Who knows? I mean, that's, that's a little far-fetched. But the thing is, where you think things are could be on the other side instead.
0: So, we're posing the theory of alien interior designers moving continents around basically I, I did not to, think to, it... to hide Atlantis like a stain on the floor under the rug
1: that's actually a really good description um i'm not going to speak that one
0: <laughs> now i am picturing the greys you know the typical alien like two old gay guys just like oh my god we need to move this rug
1: <laughs> and then they, you know, buried the entire civilization back and killed everybody.
0: Eh, okay. So let's continue talking about aliens in Egypt.
1: Um, so, anyway, there's also other theories of, you know, how the pyramids are actually arranged according to the stars. There's a lot of conspiracies around that. There's also a lot of conspiracies with actually it connecting to how Stonehenge and where and why that was, because that also aligned with the pyramids as well with the stars. So it was all connected, as well as Easter Island.
0: Yeah, I know a good bit about Stonehenge, and I've read a whole bunch of the theories on that. You know, being Wiccan, I kind of pick up on things and read a lot about things that could be influenced in the Celtic nature. And I've heard a lot
1: about Stonehenge. So, I mean, so it was, it was just these different types of architecture that was just popping up around. And it had numerous uses, depending on who was there, the time period, stuff like that. So it constantly changed. So, how they were looking at it. You know, it's, I mean, look at Egypt. You had different pharaohs, you had each, you know, time period it would constantly change who they were praying to. I mean, that's which hands, depending on who was on the throne. Yeah. So, the thing is, though, like I said, it's the weird part is how this was changing. There was also a constant, like, somebody's watching. Like, there's also been numerous paintings on walls from cavemen to the ancient Egyptians of, like, different, like, little satellite-looking images. That's the only thing it's comparable to. And actual things coming out is, like, little antennas. So little balls, little black balls, (laughs) comes as the antennas come out from the top. So it's it's looking like... It's looking like there was... They were seeing something that they couldn't describe. So... drew a
0: picture of it and said... That's later Egyptians'
1: problem. To some extent. I mean, that was the, you know, in each time period, explained it the best they could with that as well. Like you said, they, the cavemen, they they did the same thing. Um, you know, the Native Americans, um, how they interpreted it, down to, you know, the English. I mean, they, you know, wrote books, and it just keeps going and going and going. You know, where yeah. does that stop? Where does
0: yeah, that I, end? I've read some theories that that is that aliens could possibly be what Native Americans or even ancient Egyptians interpreted as their gods. Like yeah. The, yeah. The, they, they, the only way they could explain this creature coming to them and telling them, "Hey, do this," was a god came down to me and spoke.
1: Exactly, I mean, look at the the Romans same same deal um mm-hmm. they you know they're, they're different types of mythology, I mean it just goes on and on and on, you know again, it's kind of a there was always a big brother kind of phenomenon there that was constant um, so even nowadays, you know. It's, we're, we're, it'd be foolish to honestly think that we are actually alone. Think about it. it was like, why, why would we be the only species? You know, I feel like it would be
0: kind of... Of narcissistic to believe in the entire endless universe that we're the only life in it. I'm...
1: I mean, the, the universe is vast. I mean, we're just a tiny, tiny, minuscule piece of a very low thing. And, you know, I mean, uh, and the rate we're destroying the planet anyway, I mean, even if aliens attack tomorrow, we can barely they w- beat Corona.
0: Th- they wouldn't want none of this. They wouldn't attack us. They, they're like, no. No, we don't want that planet. And we're like, yeah. no, no, we don't want this either.
1: Nope. We really don't. Absolutely not. And second okay, a couple of things here. So the other thing is, though, is. A good point I'm going to bring up is our archaeological Archaeologists... Guys, I live in Colorado. I'm, I'm stoned as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, when I don't get drunk, I get stoned. So, you know, so... <laughs> we warned you guys.
0: Bad nerves.
1: Okay? Yeah, so... Just assume Jace is stoned. If you guys haven't already caught on with the last few episodes... I'm gonna stay off the vodka, obviously. Um, I'm just gonna stay stoned. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. just go ahead and assume every time you turn on an episode, I'm drunk. He's stoned. There we go.
1: There we go. Good. So, anyway, continuing on. What was I saying?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You said you had written down a few things about. And
1: this is why I write things down. So archaeologists, so historians around the world um the you know international councils are they hiding evidence of terrestrial beings, you know uh, down to you know you know New Mexico and stuff like that, so the thing is though with that is look at the toilet paper panic recently. Yeah. If aliens came down tomorrow. Or if we told you guys aliens are coming to yeah, you know, chill for a beer or something tomorrow, are you guys gonna go run out and get the toilet paper? I would love to know. What item would you go and run and get if aliens were attacking? <laughs> Please post it in the group.
0: We need to know.
1: We need to know.
0: All right. Oh.
1: I have other points. I did my homework. Josh. I'm I'm (laughs) waiting. I'm waiting on you, Stoner. Let's go. So, but yes, I mean, look. So, why would why would we? Look at the governments and say, we want to know if there's aliens coming, unless it was a major threat, that they had no way to, you know, hide any of that. I mean.
0: Yeah, if it was like Independence Day type thing, where there was a giant ship sitting two feet above the White House, they they wouldn't be able to hide it, they'd have to tell us about it, but, Yeah. They, they they would try their best to cover their asses at first.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, honestly, I don't pe- I don't think people would be able to handle that. Because um, let's face it. Honestly,
0: about it, people are dumb, panicky creatures. <laughs> uh, th- that's just the end of that statement. We're just dumb, panicky creatures. Or we're just gonna
1: leave that. Yeah, that that was a. Area that in the statement there, that that was it. That was that's it. That podcast over. We're <laughs>
0: that. <laughs> that that explains everything you need to know and everything we have to tell you. Human beings are exactly. dumb, panicky creatures, and they do dumb, panicky things.
1: Are we putting that on a mug in the future. We're putting that on a
0: mug. We're doing.
1: Th- we're going to do that. Yeah. and, and, so. and a wine glass. Yeah. We'll, th- we'll, well, and a beer glass too. Okay. Yeah. We really need yeah. to break those down too. Um. Anyway. Um. So yeah. No, I was like I said. I was looking at you know the different conspiracies and stuff like that. Like I said, being stoned to looking at conspiracy theories and watching them on Netflix. You should totally do it
0: rabbit hole.
1: Totally.
0: <laughs> now you so, know how I felt with the windigo. You checked
1: me out. I like woke up like thinking there was a windigo in my window. Oh my god. <laughs> I texted well remember I texted
0: you at like one o'clock in the morning like I think there's a windigo here. Yeah and I was just like what? <laughs> I, I would dream you eight people or something what's going on i'm too drunk for this <laughs>
1: y'all if i ever go missing just think i know shit.
0: <laughs> my last text to chase will just be like i'm sorry i was drunk when you text me you alive bro well no
1: that well that's what happened today so okay guys sorry we're gonna we're gonna side story here so i was trying to get my after quarantine haircut, also I'm getting my color and hair highlights tomorrow, very excited, um, however, I was trying to get my haircut today, and I ate it well before I left, my car has been in the shop, etc., so I was just going to take a lift, did, and, um, when I, uh, got out with my, you know, done with my haircut, I sat down for a second, and I went to go order my lift back. Well, my card was giving me some issues or something like that. I'm not sure what was going on. It was a new, it's a new card. So, what happened was, it kept denying. So, I called Jess, because when I'm in weird situations, I just call Jess. super just real. Um, yeah. yeah. So like, so let me swap and transfer, you know, over to my PayPal card, maybe this will work. Which it did, sorta. But we forgot to realize she has a business account, and it tried to refund me my money back to my card that wasn't working. And now it's going to take five to seven business days for me to get my money back. <laughs> so she had to transfer me money so I could still get home. At this rate, um, the edibles already kicked in. And my phone battery is at 5%.
0: Yeah, I was kind of terrified that he was going to end up really stoned, sitting on the side of the road, not knowing, like, anything babbling about Wendigos at this point.
1: (laughs) So, if you guys ever see me on CNN, know that Jess just let me die.
0: I didn't let you! you Your phone Took my money and let me die!
1: (laughs) love me for dead in another state.
0: I would learn so, how to call a lift for you if I had to. But I didn't have to. have to. So we're good.
1: Five to seven business days? It told me. It gave me a, the detail and the code and said, you will, your money will be refunded.
0: You're, you're I'm, kidding. So sorry, you're, I'm go I
1: was like, that's bad business. <laughs>
0: Anyway, back to Aliens.
1: (laughs) You are good. That is all I have for my my theories here.
0: That's all you have for your stone conspiracy theories and people are panicky animals? At the moment. At the moment. We're going to randomly come up with more stuff. Okay. Well, my case for today is in Maine. In the summer of 1976 this is the story of the allagash abduction a group of no. friends the allagash abduction bless you <laughs> it's maine man they've got Stephen King that's about it um and lobster Stephen King and lobster
1: I want Sorry.
0: Oh, I'm so hungry right now.
1: Oh my god, some crab legs, oh my god, yeah. no. Okay, back
0: to the summer anyway. of 1976, a group of friends, including the brothers Jim and Jack, oh my god, I'm not going to be able to say this with a straight face, their last name, their last name is Wiener, <laughs> their last name is Wiener. And their friends, Charles Foltz and Charles Ratch had all known each other since they went to Massachusetts College of Art and Design and decided to go canoeing down the Allagash Wilderness Waterway, stopping to camp and fish along the way on what was meant to be a long week full of fun and relaxation but it soon turned into possibly one of the most intense and terrifying alien abduction stories on record. The first day went as expected. Fun in the sun and lots of fishing. Day day two started to get weird as one of the Wiener brothers... Oh my god, I can't say that.
1: The Wiener <laughs> brothers?
0: Their last name is Wiener. Wiener. <laughs> reported seeing strange lights in the sky, saying, and I quote, it was just floating above the treetops, didn't seem to be moving in any direction, and I I looked at it through the binoculars for maybe 15 to 30 seconds, and then suddenly it just winked out from the outside edges inward. I mean, literally, it went whoop like that, and it was gone. There was something about the thing that left an odd feeling in my stomach. It wasn't quite right. But I really tried not to dwell on it. Well, as most men do, they just brushed it off and tried to find something rational about it and went on about their day. And by day four, it had become impossible as now it started again and was witnessed by the entire group as they were out fishing on their canoes on Big Eagle Lake. Since it was night, they had lit a bonfire on shore to help keep a sense of direction in the dark. But something caught but something caught their attention. Rec described it as, I have a feeling there was something staring at me from behind me. I turned over my right shoulder and I saw this large, round globe of light that it looked exactly like we had seen two nights previously. It had this rolling effect, like a miniature sun. It was so bright. It lit the treetops up like daylight and was absolutely silent. After I looked at it for what seemed like several minutes, we decided... Oh, what did I write? We decided to... <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, Charlie picked up a flashlight and squeezed out... And hit the button for SO... And like, did the... Uh, what what's that thing with the dots and the dashes? Morris code. He did Morris what? code. He, he, Charlie picked up his flashlight and did uh, Morse. We you were code. in the army, Jess. Words. I don't do well with words. I run our podcast, and I suck we at words. The... Jess, we we served in the United States military. In communications, which is the worst part about the fact that I couldn't remember the words more. I was getting to
1: that and I was, I I needed to drumble on that. We were. 25 uniform communications. And What? I don't really know. I I don't know who this is anymore. I don't don't know.
0: Anyway, Charlie picked up his flashlight and did Morse code SOS. Note. If you ever witness a UFO, do not signal it unless you want some truly insane shit to happen. The light traveling above them obviously saw their signal and changed course and headed straight for them. It appeared to be at least 80 feet wide and was coming straight at them as they sat helpless in the dark waters of the main wilderness. The men began to panic. And, yeah, I would probably lose my shit at this point, too, and started paddling to the shore. Jim kept an eye behind them as this light approached as fast as they could paddle till it was nearly on top of them. And suddenly, it quickly turned and shot across the sky away from them. Within seconds, it was gone. Now, I brought up the fact that they made that bonfire on the shore for a reason. I didn't mention it just for funsies. When the men reached the shoreline, the huge bonfire was nothing but a pile of ash, like barely smoldering ash, indicating they had been away for hours, even though they thought they were only on the water for about 30 minutes. Wow. They they were obviously puzzled by this, but figured out that they were just really, really tired. Like for some reason being out on the water for only what they assumed to be half an hour, they were exhausted. So they went to bed and slept the next slept and then the next day just went about their trip, not even mentioning it to each other like ever again. And that would be the end of our story except for A couple years later, one of the Wiener brothers, (laughs) Jesus Christ, I can't even say that with a straight face. I swear I'm a professional.
1: I'm a 13-year-old boy sometimes. My bad.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wiener. Jack began having horrific nightmares that would happen almost every night, leaving him in a cold sweat. The details of the dreams were always the same and so very vivid. In these nightmares, he found him, his brother Jim, and his fr- friend Chuck Rack and Charlie Pulse in a brightly lit room sitting on some sort of bench together completely naked. Now this sounds like a high school dream where we're all standing up in front of the school for a speech and we always realize and we realize we're all naked and everyone's laughing, but I swear that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> like I know that's what that it do like. Mm-hmm. Continue. Right
1: like your
0: friends are staring at you. You realize you're naked. But I swear that's not it he said he felt confused and scared and started to wonder why he was even there or where there was and just as he was right before he woke up this dark shadowy figure began to like emerge from the bright light and he would wake up like in a state of shock breathing heavily sweating and trembling in fear the nightmares got so bad they started to affect his day to day life and only continued down the road of weird when he found out from the others that were on the trip with him that night they were all having the same nightmares.
1: Oh, God.
0: All of them said they felt helpless and scared of the unknown shadow entity that had emerged from the light. And it didn't take them to realize that 2 plus 2 equal 4 and started putting in together the pieces linking their nightmares with a strange light on that fishing trip that they didn't talk about. They decided they needed some help to try and figure out, you know, what the hell was going on and contacted a UFO researcher named Ray Fowler of the Mutual UFO Network. Or MUFON. That's fun to say, by the way. Move on. <laughs> move, on.
1: Move, on. Oh, move on. Move on. See. Move on. See? See? Move on. Move. It's
0: almost That's like move on. Right?
1: That's going on a mug. Move on.
0: <laughs> Ray so, said he thought saying? that the four had been abducted that night. And the dreams weren't dreams, but actually memories coming through from their subconscious. So he set them up for some hypnotic recessions to try and pull the full memories out of their brain. And this is, guys, this is where he's supremely bonkers. A man by the name of Anthony Constantino... Constantino... Wow, I can't type, guys. I'm reading my notes, and half of this isn't English. It's supposed to be English, just so y'all know. Anthony Constantino was a hypnotic regression specialist, and he took all four of them and, you know, like, separated them, went through, did this whole ordeal with each one of them the whole session, And they all described the same thing, being taken aboard a strange aircraft the night on Big Eagle Lake. They were all put into, like, low-lit rooms that kind of looked like a, what did the witness describe it? Like a vet's office or a doctor's office where they have, like, the low lights. Mm -hmm. And that's where they met... These gray, long-necked entities with large, bald heads, metallic, lidless eyes, and four skeletal fingers, which approached them and proceeded to carry out a series of humiliating medical experiments, including taking bodily fluids and tissue samples. What? Tissue samples? I I, I don't know, man. I don't know. They needed that tissue.
1: That's so disturbing. i you. my tissue, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: my tissue. Says, Walk the it. silence
1: from the cannibal.
0: <laughs> I'm not a cannibal.
1: <sighs> I'm starting to have my suspicions that it's going to be an, another episode that I'm going to record without you and I'm going to release. And it's gonna be a secret episode, and it's gonna be oh. all about.
0: You. Oh, so, okay. Guys. Anybody who uh, wants to make donations, I've got the recording of Jace very, very drunk on that bottle of vodka. Shit.
1: <laughs> Video. Recording. Why would you have continued recording?
0: I, I forgot we were recording. I was drinking too. Oh,
1: my. No, you were sober.
0: I started off sober and then I started drinking.
1: Uh, I'm used to you being half drunk by the time we even get around to 8.30 and kids are in bed and we're even sitting down.
0: Okay, right. back to the Allagash abductions. Since all the men were artists, they actually made illustrations of their memories and their stories. But unfortunately, later in life, the men had a falling out over a book that Fowler had written about their case titled The Allagash Abductions. And some cracks started to show in the story, starting when Rack would fall silent on the topic of abduction and later claimed the lights in the sky had been real, but the whole abduction thing was something that they had decided to make up to make money. Though the other three state they, you know, stand by their story and it meant that Rack had always been that one guy, you know, kind of crazy, bad-tempered, doesn't you know that one guy there's always that one guy
1: that one guy
0: that one guy that's going on a tip a mug too <clears throat> and they decided that you know all three of them and even fowler started to believe that rack was purposely trying to destroy their credibility after a falling out because they had said he was the one trying to make money off of it well, the rest of them agreed that they didn't want to. So why would he say he made up to make money? Mm. So the question remains, are we alone? Did these men really get abducted and see what they say they saw? Or is Rack the only honest man out of the bunch and this is all just a hoax?
1: Two very good points.
0: But that is the story of the bizarre case of the Allagash Maine abduction.
1: Dun dun dun. dun, dun,
0: dun. It's all serious, there, guys. We were like talking some mad shit while we we're talking about Egyptians. I start talking about Maine and an actual abduction story, and Josh and CJ's—he was just like staring at the camera, like, dude. <laughs>
1: Dude.
0: (laughs) That edible has really kicked in.
1: I like my brownies and my gummies and my sodas and...
0: Yeah. (laughs) There was so much focus. So much focus. So... Totally. I pose a question to you listeners. Join our group on Facebook and let us know... um, do you have any interesting alien stories? Do you think you've been abducted? Have you seen an alien?
1: Uh, wait, wait. We're not a hotline for if you think you've been abducted. You should contact you know, you know, the local authority you know. first on that. And yes, then if you I survive...
0: Wanna know I, wa- I want to know, hey, I've seen some aliens listen to this crazy shit. I don't, I, if, I'm not a hotline... I just want to use your story for my podcast. to be honest. Y'all call her. I.
1: I. I'm a little. I'm, yeah, she. She'll get to you faster, even drunk.
0: Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm kind of crazy. Just current up, guys.
1: You're so, just crazy.
0: Ah. I am not. Okay. I can't even say that. Yeah, I'm crazy.
1: Yeah. Don't. So, yeah.
0: I'm Still giggling mm. about his name being Wiener.
1: Yeah.
0: Wiener. Wiener. <laughs> <laughs> like, I kid you not, I didn't even, like, notice it when I was writing my notes, but reading it out loud, it was just like, oh my god, his name is Wiener.
1: The highlight of the story, the Wiener Brothers.
0: The Wiener Brothers. <laughs> it's like a bad novel.
1: the couple. We're making a Broadway, the, the Wiener the Brothers. Brothers. <laughs> oh my God, but this could work. Okay, let me smoke an R, and we can make the green play.
0: Oh my God. Okay, on that note, um, thanks for listening to Bad Nerves and Box Hey,
1: that's my line. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We love you guys. Keep listening and go over to Anchor and donate. Don't worry, we will get a we will get a uh, Patreon soon. It's just with everything going on, that is one extra thing that I have not got time to keep up with. So, look us up on Anchor and you can make donations there and we will greatly appreciate it. And we will try and get you something really awesome if you donate.
1: Absolutely. We got a couple of ideas in mind, actually. Um, And we will definitely be posting about that also in that group. Invite your friends on that. Invite your family members. Invite your mom. Um, We definitely want to start, you know, definitely posting a little bit more here. Um, Definitely want to hear from you.
0: I suck at social media presence. Because... I'm usually really busy or I get distracted really easily if you guys haven't noticed. <laughs>
1: and it's so. going to be real fun next week because I just posted that we're going live. So since oh I already posted God. it. Exactly.
0: Oh <laughs> my God, I'm so excited. All right, we'll see you so guys next week. We will see
1: week. you guys next week.
0: Love you. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.
0: And that was our podcast, Bad Nerves and Boxed Wine. You can also listen to us on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher, and Spotify. We're working on getting iTunes and iHeartRadio. But for now, thanks for listening. Be sure to send us an email or even comment and tell us what you think at badnervesandboxedwine@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thanks.